Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com. Slash awards. This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. This is the drive. On Steelers Nation Radio, we are back together again. Not that we were uh, ever away from each other for too long. <laughs> for too long, right, yeah. Um, but, uh, Matt, we were talking a little bit there about, uh, you know, potential draft picks for the Steelers, um, you know, available at 20. Um, and, and mentioned a lot of the, the names that we've kind of been talking about. And there's a lot of interesting guys there that, that you, you would look at. Um, if you were looking at this from – the perspective. Uh, uh, well, first of all, what what stood out to you from this year's combine? To me, it was just the the overall speed of this draft class in general. Are you, you more, more are you more excited about this draft class after after watching them work out than you were going into this? Yes, but I knew I would be. I mean, I think that's true no matter what draft class it is, because I learn more names. I learn more. I mean, the more I learn, the more excited I'm going to be. You understand some depth guys. Boy, these fourth round guys I didn't really hurt, didn't know much about other than their name on a piece of paper. I can now identify with better. Uh, I've seen them in shorts work out to on the coverage and have a better feel for what they are. And you hear stories. So it always would be that way. However, I do think there's a couple combine themes from this year. And remember, we skipped a year. So <clears throat> I just heard today, which makes sense. The Colts changed their turf between last combine, which was two years ago, and this one, and they think it's a little yeah. faster. You know, okay, a little okay. I, mean, I think it's a lot faster, but <laughs> but it's something that we better be aware of, and every team is probably considered. Um, I do think that the way the testing went was kind of odd, and we haven't talked much about this, but very few people benched because they had to run forties later in the day. And then by the time agility drills came around, you know, the L drill and shuttles, it was like 10, 11 o'clock at night. And a lot of these guys were like, I'm beat and I'm not going to do well. I'm not even going to do it. So that was a theme. And I obviously think a theme was speed, but I also think that correlates with lack of size. I mean, there was a lot of guys, particularly the receivers who – yeah, okay, you ran a tenth faster than I would have guessed, but just looking at you in shorts and a tight shirt, you don't look so big to me, you know. And even Nicobe Dean, who didn't work out, like just watching him cheer on the linebackers, I'm looking at him going, You're little, <laughs> you know, you're yeah. little. Yeah, he came in at uh, 5'11, 229. Mm-hmm. Um, like, which I can't is, put him next to Bush. It's big enough, yeah, if, if you don't have. Uh, one of mm-hmm. those run and hit linebackers, but if you know if you if you're looking for somebody to pair with, say, uh, you know, a guy like Devin Bush, then all of a sudden, you know, do you, do you instead look at one of the bigger guys like a, a Quay Walker or you know a, a, so. a Leo Chanel? Um, mm-hmm. And those guys or tested. The LSU dude. Yeah, right. those guys tested really well too. 
Oh, of course. Or, or even the Tyndall or Harris from Alabama that aren't Levon Kirkland, obviously, and they're thin-waisted guys, but they're well over six foot, too. They're long. You know, they're going to be better tight end matchups, things like that. So the little linebackers, Osamoa, Dean, I can't see them being Steelers considering what they have on the roster. Yeah, and then you got guys like uh, uh, our guy Troy Anderson, who at six He's three and a half above. at yeah. two forty three went out and ran a four four two, and, and had a thirty six inch vertical. Like it, it showed, you know, it showed those Conference. athletic traits. Yeah, um, there's a lot of them. I mean, right. all three, all three Georgia guys. You know, you mentioned those guys too. I mean, I, I don't. I'm infatuated with the linebackers. Even Brandon Smith from Penn State had a good workout. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of them. We we hardly even brought up Chad Muma. Chad Muma's a great player. You know, right? Yeah, and he was yeah. well. He only ran in the four sixes. Only in the four sixes at 250. You know, 245 yeah. pounds, or whatever he is, six three. I mean, these are guys that that uh, again. You know, if you can, you could. You're going to go three maybe even four rounds deep with these guys mm -hmm. because again not everybody's going to have a linebacker need and there's 100 and there's 15 or 20 of them available in this draft yeah i mean i think there's 10 easily that would be welcome here in pittsburgh with open arms you know and probably close to an immediate starter and could it could one fall to the third round i guess it's possible yeah it is possible but i I guess your original question of, you know, am I more excited about this draft now than I was a week ago? Of course the answer is yes, but I'm definitely more excited about day two. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll yeah. start to see uh, here soon. We'll get, we'll see the comp picks awarded the Steelers expected to get a fourth round compensatory pick, um, you know, with, with everything that happened. And some of that is because, you know, they expected to get a three, in the Bud Dupree situation. And right. I know a lot of Steeler fans were like, oh, when Bud Dupree got hurt, oh, see, there you go. Or he wasn't able to ready to play. Uh, that, that's a bad thing for folks. You wanted Bud Dupree to go out there and have a good year. Oh, yeah. That, because be now it ends up hurting you. Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. So the comp game is a wonderful game. And there's a couple teams like the Rams and Ravens that do it really well. But it's also – you need the guys to go on to their next destination and not be terrible either. You know, they need to yeah. have value right? and they have to play. I mean, that's a, that, that as much as everything, anything is why Dupree didn't net them a third round draft pick because he missed so much time this year. Yeah. Um, when, so when free agency ended last year, it looked like the Steelers would get a wealth of comp picks and it's not going to come to quite that fruition you know joe haig played more than we thought and things like that too when the way it balances out too is that is that there are 32 selections awarded mm -hmm. and so you know other teams also lost guys they all um, have a case they all have yeah and so they're all measured against each other and the top 32 losses get a pick Mm -hmm. it's not just oh well you lost this this and this so therefore you're you're going to get uh you know a third to in a, in a sixth back because you lost those guys. Not how it works. You got to measure it against what everybody else lost too. Yeah. So. And I'm not certain about this, but I think there's a limit of how many thirds they can give out. Like they can't yes. give out 32 thirds. You know? right, right. Right. So, you know, it, it's when people ask why there weren't the Steelers getting more than that, that's why, because it's measured against what everybody else lost, not just you. Um, right, right, right. So it, it, that makes a difference as well. Uh, so the Steelers expected to get a fourth round pick back, which kind of works out well because they didn't have a fourth round. They don't have a fourth or a fifth round pick this year. 
it's so you're still getting, very valuable. Yeah, obviously. it's it's still a valuable guy. Um, you'd love to have the the, the extra third round pick, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, would you be more inclined now, having seen the top of this draft class, to want to try to trade back? I was about to bring that up too. Like, if you could go twenty to twenty-five, even twenty to thirty, you're still going to get an impact guy. I mean, maybe it's Raymond. Maybe I mean, who knows? We can come with a long list or someone you thought was going to be a second rounder. You take it thirty or whatever. And if I can maybe get a future fourth and a third this year to move, you know, things like that. I, I I think this will change because we know this and we know Kevin Colbert's so good at it that after the first week or so of free agency, we're going to say, boy, the Steelers had eight needs. Now they have four or five and two of them are fringe needs, you know, but right, as right. it stands now, I think they need a lot of things. You know, we, we hardly ever bring it up. They may need a starting safety. I mean, uh, they might need a third safety if they bring back Edmund, you know, small things like that, uh, an extra running back. All of a sudden you don't have enough picks to get these things done. And I don't know that the 20th pick is remarkably different than the 30th or the 40th. Where it could come into play is that edge class that we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, because somebody for somebody to want to move up, there's got to be somebody, there's got to be a player there that that's going to be coveted that somebody says, if we wait around five picks or four picks or whatever it may be, that guy's, there's a chance he's not going to be there and we have to have him. So, mm-hmm. you right, know, right. again, if you think it, if you think the edge guys are, you know, Hutchinson, Thibodeau, Ajabo, Jermaine Johnson, you mentioned Carl Loftus, uh, Bo Maffey, um, yeah. Trayvon Walker, um, you know, you, you throw in guys like Nick Benito or, uh, yeah, he had a good workout too. He had a really good workout and, and I mean, it was just, you know, ridiculous there. Um, now you're getting seven, eight deep in there. And again, if it's, if it's 20, you're picking at 20, one or two of those guys are going to be available. Presumably if they mm-hmm. aren't, then if they aren't, then you're going to be happy with what you have to pick from at 20. But if one of those guys or even, you know, if one of those guys is bail or if there's a run on those guys before your pick, um, teams are going to start to get antsy and say, we got to have one. We got We love Trayvon Walker. He fits perfectly into our defense. He's available at, at 20 here. How do we not move up and, and get him? Yeah. 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 hundred percent. And again, I mean, can all five of those dudes, Jermaine Johnson, Ajabo, all go in the top 19? Yeah, they could or including Carlos or whomever, but there's also a chance one sitting there and it doesn't match the Steelers needs. And he's clearly the top guy on the board for most of the league. You know, that certainly could happen. I think it's safe to say, and this is really true almost every draft and history shows that if you go back and study it, trading down usually pays more pays off more than trading up just because nobody's great at drafting. So give me as many bites as the apples I possibly can. But I think this year it's absolutely true and maybe more true than others. Yeah, I think the, the both inside those top two inside linebackers could play into that yeah. as well. Um, you know, maybe if maybe you're in love with Nicobe Dean or maybe you're in love with Devin Lloyd and you think, OK, our defense is, is this guy away from being really good. We got to have a guy mm-hmm. like that. Can like you, the Steelers did with Bush a couple of years yeah. ago. Now right, you could right. wait. You could say, "Okay, this is this draft is pretty deep with with those inside off ball linebackers," mm-hmm. but we think those two are special. Right. We think those those two are you know are, are good enough that we have to move up to go get that guy. 
Uh, and maybe we think they're special because especially with Dean, because of the mental stuff, because I need to plug him in in week one and put the green dot on his helmet and he needs to lead the defense. And I love Tyndall and Walker and all these other dudes, but only a couple of them I feel comfortable to do that on day one. Well, not only that, but if you're a team that's that's in the bottom 12 or bottom 11 behind the Steelers, if you Probably wait, a quarterback. Yeah, but if you wait, you're going to see a lot of those linebackers picked over before you get the, to your second round pick. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. So you may, um, you know, all of a sudden now where, the, you know, there were there was only one off-ball linebacker picked before – before you're, you know, you, you try to make that trade up for that selection. If you wait to the round two, you're probably not going to get Dean or Lloyd. Now, all of a sudden, you're not going to get Clark or Quay Walker or Tyndall or, you know, Christian Harris or one of those guys. Mm-hmm. And so now you're picking, you know, you're going to get the eighth or ninth best off ball linebacker. So, you know, and you I have need to, to have one. I need to have one. I got to, you know, so you got to measure that as well. 100%. And I don't envy. Dane Brugler and Daniel Jeremiah that do extensive big boards, you know, like 50 deep, a hundred deep. It's going to be really hard to figure those guys out. And of course, you know, the Steelers and other teams will do similar things, but it's kind of like the, the conversation we had in segment one, like, you know, you mentioned five names that Steeler fans should be aware of that could be there at 20. And we came up with 19 names pretty quickly that could easily be off the board or likely to be off the board without touching those five. But if you take it 32 picks even later, you know, like Jones, the nose tackle from UConn, you know, you and I probably agreed that a week ago, I give him a 50, 50 chance for the Steelers to get him in round two. Well, I don't think it's as likely now. I mean, right. I I don't think he, he might be an end of the first round guy. He may go on Thursday. Yeah. But you could also say that about 10 other players. You know, that <laughs> we, we thought, and it just doesn't add up. You got to remember, only one guy can go one slot. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, what What if you're one of these teams that needs a wide receiver and you you fall, you know, you you love, let's let's say Jamison Williams. Right. And you don't, okay, if we, if we wait on him, we're not going to get him. But we think he's the best receiver in this draft. Mm-hmm. He's still available at, at at twenty, and say two are gone. Wilson yeah. and Burks are gone. We think whatever, you we know, think right. he should be a top five guy in this draft class, which mm-hmm. is certainly possible. If he were if he had no medicals right now, oh, he could go to the Jets' first pick or right. You know, yeah, he could go early, real early. So now all of a sudden you're you're sitting there and you go, okay, he's still available. Do we think he gets past blah 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 team, the Patriots or mm-hmm. whoever? Yeah, New England's a good one. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think he does. They Well, they pick right after the Steelers. Mm-hmm. We, we should go get him now. He should not be there at pick 20. Let's flip this conversation, and it's a two-part conver- question for you. Is there anyone you would trade up for? And part two, would you still have any interest in trading up for a quarterback? I have no interest in trading up for a quarterback at this point. That's I'm the one really position leaning we, that way more. We more, really but. haven't talked a lot about, but I have no interest in doing that. Um, I still. And even yeah. if you have the, if you go into the draft with, with Haskins and Rudolph, you still are not in the market to trade up. No. Okay. No. I'm fine with that. And I tend to agree. Um, because I don't want to give up the capital that it's going to get to go get a quarterback because everybody's going to know 
you're trading up yeah, to go yeah. get a quarterback. Uh, yeah, I, and, and therefore the price gets driven up. Again, I'd rather, you, you, you really brought this up well in the first segment, instead of trading up and, you know, losing next year's first. And I, I still really like Willis. I'd probably rather call the Niners in a month, you know, and figure out something next year or roll with what I have. And the rest of the roster is loaded. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and try to win that way. Uh, because, you know, I, look, I, I think if, if, if I'm the Steelers, I want to sign somebody um, in free agency to compete with Rudolph. And then if you get to a situation where Willis would happen to be still be available at 20, then you could take him. Exactly. If he's, and, still, and, and, if he's your highest valued guy. right? Yeah. Um, but I don't want to have to go into this in a, in a situation where, boy, if we don't trade up to 12, we're in, we're, you know, you're just in a bad spot picking at 20 to go get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone else you would consider trading up for like Penning or Davis hypothetical? You have signed Mariota, whoever Winston. Is there anyone that you would think about trading up for? Uh, probably no, even though I like Penning a ton. I just don't want to give up extra picks. No, I don't either. And, you know, I think because the Steelers have a multitude of needs, we'll know, I mean, we'll know more here in about three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, you know, it's not like they're one guy away from, okay, this is, this is the, the, it's not a Bush. When they traded up with that for Devin Bush. They thought they were that one player away defensively from being a really good team. Mm-hmm. They saw the void that Shazier created. Yeah. And as the league changed year to year, it gets even more of a void. Yeah. Unfortunately for them, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, then got out, got hurt in 2019. That's Bush hasn't been great. You know, yeah. I mean, we know that. Uh, right. But had the Roethlisberger not gotten hurt in 2019, we have no idea what happens that season. I mean, they went eight and eight without him. They went more than eight. Yeah. They are, you know, they're, they're probably 11 and five, 10 and six mm-hmm. at worst uh, with Ben Roethlisberger in that situation. And who knows? Maybe they go to the Super Bowl that year. I don't know. The yeah. defense was, it's the defense possible, was a top right. five unit that year. Yeah, it was great. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, and Roethlisberger coming off that 2018 season had been pretty good, was, was you know, had uh-huh. maybe, maybe his best overall year. So, I mean, he was a better player then than he was this past year. I mean, clearly. Yeah, absolutely. Don't remember him as that guy, you know, right. So, you know, I, I could see making that move in that situation. Mm-hmm. I, oh, can't no, see I, I can't see it now. You know, no, I can't either. I think it's just too many other things. And again, free agency will dry up a couple of those, you know, wounds right now that need need some repair. But um, I can't come up with a name that, wow, what if you could trade up to get Calvin Johnson? You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. You know, there's okay. not, it's not that again, there's, there's the star power, the overall star power in this draft is not there largely mm-hmm. because of the quarterback group. Yes, yes, yes. But the depth of this draft. Again, we talked about it. there are 20 guys. Uh, you know, we can pretty, pretty quickly come up with 20 guys who will go or 19 guys who will go ahead to the Steelers and still have four or five guys that we, you know, you'd really like to add to your football team. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I mean, I'm sure, and maybe we'll do this Wednesday or whatever. Who are the no brainers that are gone by 20? I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a dozen of them and there'll be, another 20 that are borderline or, you know, less than 50% of still being there. You know, I'm going to go down. I'm going to go down 
Lance Zierlein's list here on NFL.com. All right, all right, all right. He's got Kyle Hamilton, number one. Aiden Hutchinson, Gone. number two. Evan Gone. Neal, three. Kayvon Thibodeau, four. Sauce Gardner, five. Traylon Burks, six. I don't uh, know that Burks will be gone. Yeah, I don't know that he will be either. He's got Trent McDuffie, seven. I don't know that he'll be gone. Tyler Linderbaum, eight. Don't know that he'll be gone. Ekwanu, nine. Gone. Ajabu, 10. 80% gone. Stingley, 11. 80% gone. Garrett Wilson, 12. 66% gone. Jermaine Johnson, 13. 55% gone. Jamison Williams, 14. I don't think he'll be gone. Chris Olave, 15. He'll be there. Kenyon Green, 16. I think he'll be there. He did not test well, by the way. He didn't test well, yeah. Doesn't really worry me, but he won't be. He didn't help himself. Jordan Davis, 17. Mm, 50-50. Charles Cross, 18. Gone. Kyler Gordon, 19. Didn't test as well as people thought he would, but probably will still be there. Bernard Raymond, 20. I think he's still there. Matt Corral, 21. Probably still there. Nicobe Dean, 22. 50-50. Trevor Penning, 23. Long shot. Gone. He's gone. Kenny Pickett, 24. I think he's gone by then. Yeah. Andrew Booth, 25. 50-50. Maybe a little less. Devin Lloyd, 26. Do you think Lloyd goes ahead of Dean? Um, I think it just depends what flavor you like. It depends on what you need for your defense, yeah. Mm-hmm. One's bigger, one's got more range, rangy type size, and Dean's more of the compact guy. Was that 27, I said? I think uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So there's 27 guys, and I didn't mention Carl Loftus. I didn't mention uh, Malik, Malik Willis. Malik Willis. Uh, who else is on there? Um, Drake London, another guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, right. You know, uh, Zion Johnson, Jahan yeah. Dotson, uh, Trayvon Walker. I mean, oh, Walker will be gone for sure. Yeah. I knew there was one that was, I couldn't think of. Well, there's no chance Walker makes it 20. Yeah. So there's going to be a good player available there at 20. It's I think good- when, his list is a little different than most. And Lance is an outside the box thinker. And I think that's what makes him really good. But I think we could, can, I bet we could come, come up with 15 names that aren't going to be there. Yeah, you know, easily, easily, easily. And but that then everybody I mean, else, <laughs> everybody else. Right. And there's probably 10 desirables that would have to go in five picks, which isn't. So my hunch, you know, just rattling this off after the combine is I bet at 20, there's three names I could tell you now that you'd say, I'd be fine with that, which again, leads itself to, why not move to 25 if you can? Well, the, the way Kevin Colbert always explains it, like they'll have their, their – the way the Steelers do this, they'll have a list of 21 players that they would take with pick 20. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home – 
planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Okay. I don't know. Right. I don't know why it's twenty-one and not, and not twenty. But they, I think they. I think that's what he always says. We have. We had. Or I they think would he have, does too. And and I wonder if that's like in case one of them puts a bong mask on on the day of the draft. You never know. Yeah. So you got those. You got the, that number in your head. And if you get to pick twenty, and five of those guys are still available, then you ought to, yeah, you're going to move back to 25 because there's still going to be somebody there that you would have taken at 20. Right, 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 right. Exactly. So now it makes sense. If there's only two of those guys still available, then you're probably not going to move back to 25. Probably not, but you would entertain, you know, moving down a little, especially if you think. Yeah, you would move back 21 to 21 and 22 or you, a yeah, different you, neighborhood. You'd move back to 22. You wouldn't move mm-hmm. to, you wouldn't move to 25. It's risky. Yeah. yeah. I, I do wonder, I, I'd love to talk to a GM someday and say, you had four targets and you moved back six spots. Was that like the longest hour of your life? Or did you feel <laughs> confident that I, they, you know, pretty confident that they all wouldn't go, you know? Yeah. Cause that's how you end up then screwing yourself at it. Like all of a sudden you move back, you had three players that you would have taken there. You move back six spots and bam, all three players are gone and you're going, okay, now what do we do? I want to trade back again and nobody's calling me. And now nobody's calling. Yeah. Right. And now you end up taking a player that you had, you know, a second round grade on or, Mm -hmm. you know, a lower grade on in in the first round. Then everybody goes, well, why'd you do that for, you know, to me, the, the Casey Hampton pick, um, if I remember correctly in 2001, uh, they were at 16 and they, they moved back three spots to take Casey Hampton at 19 because that was the situation they had, several players there that they were, they would be happy to take it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at 16, it were still available. They said, okay, we can move back and acquire more picks and still get Casey Hampton. And we'll never know that did the two picks that happened in between where they were scheduled to pick and where they inevitably picked, would they have been Steelers ahead of Hampton? And, and it's funny because you brought up Hampton in those days, what was there? Six teams running a three, four. Right. You know, yeah. So, it, you know, it's a little easier to say, well, New England's got Will Fork. They're not taking them. These other teams aren't close and they have other needs. You know, who are we really fighting for for him? I think, uh, I think the trade was with the Jets, if I remember correctly. The Jets took Santana Moss. The Seahawks took hmm. Steve Hutchinson. The Lions took Jeff Which, Backus. He would have been bad next panic. No, imagine that Hutchinson line. Fanica, it wouldn't, <laughs> have <been bad. laughs> right? it wouldn't have been bad for a decade. Right. Uh, Jeff Backus went at 18 to Detroit, and then the Steelers took Casey Hampton. Okay. So, I mean, I don't remember the team, but um, probably Hampton was their highest-rated guy at 16. Probably. Probably. I mean, they may have had pretty good grade on Steve Hutchinson, but you're not taking not it. <laughs> Garnett has right. to be really good to take him at 16. And I guess he qualifies, but either way, it, does, yeah. it worked out. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So it's just it's interesting way to look at things here. You know, just because you think, well, there's no way that guy's going to be available. He had, he, he just had a great combine. Yeah. Jordan Davis had a great combine. Doesn't mean he's not going to still be, you know, he, he affirmed, I think what, okay. He's, he's perhaps special enough at the defensive tackle position that you would, 
take him at 20 or you would take him, Mm -hmm. you know, wherever. Um, But again, he's not going to be for everybody. And I remember this a couple of years ago because it was the two years ago because it was a CD lamb draft. And I really believed going into that, that draft that there were 16 guys then draw a line and go after that. And 15 of the 16 went Atlanta takes AJ Terrell, who I did not have in my top 16 and Dallas at 17 takes CD lamb, even though they didn't need a receiver. Well, AJ Terrell turned out to be a really good player. And one of the only good things going on in Atlanta, but that's neither here nor there. My, my hunch is when you and I have these conversations and well, many of them between now and opening night of the draft, I bet we'll come up with 25 names that would be very comfortable with at least. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I, yeah, I think by the nature of this draft. Yeah. I just think it's, it's, it's a deeper, you know, 75 to 80 players that you go, okay, that any of those guys could be first or second, you know, not for, not all first round picks, but they could all go in the second round too. Like that second yeah. round. Yeah. Like it, for it, example though, like, we seem to think that there's a really good chance that the Steelers signed an interior offensive lineman. But if that isn't the case, Zion Johnson at 20 is fine by me. He's right. Really yeah. Good. You know what I mean? Tested off the charts. Yeah. He's a Hold great player. The, the, right. tape, the tape matches, you know? Yeah. Like everyone in the world has him going 31st to the Bengals. I don't think he gets there. Right. No, nor do I. But again, it's that same thing. Is, is, is every team going to be in that same situation? And here's the thing about the Bengals now picking at 31. How many, who, which teams at the end of that first or end of the or top of the second round then say, oh, the Bengals really need an offensive lineman. We really like John Johnson here. We're going to jump ahead of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably. They've never had to deal with, they haven't had to deal with that in a long time. Like you're, when you're right, picking right, right. five, the only teams moving ahead of you for something are moving up for quarterbacks. And nobody has the draft capital to do it. Right. And it's, it's I mean, very getting expensive. Getting ahead of you at five is expensive. Getting, getting ahead, ahead of you one's not so hard. Not so, yeah, you're giving up a fourth round pick or something or, you know, something like that. So mm-hmm. they can, they can easily do it. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I think it's going to be a fascinating draft, fascinating offseason. I can't wait for it. But uh, we yep. are going to do. Our first mock draft coming out of the NFL Scouting Combine. We'll do that when we come back. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. 